0: Welcome to the Hungarian Football International, the Hungarian Football Podcast. On today's show, we've got a bit of a Honved and Videoton special. We've got a Honved fan and a Videoton fan, and we've got our residential journalist, Chris Barrett from hungarianfootball.com. I'm going to introduce Gabby first. It's been a bit of a long time coming and getting Gabby on the show because... We wanted him on earlier, but um, he's the editor of Hungarian Football and big Honvade fan. Uh, welcome to the show, Gabby Kovac. Thank you very much for having
1: me, and hello, everyone.
0: Cool. And uh, on the show as well, we have a journalist from Rangardo, that um, hates which is a good site. Actually, You should check it out if you've not before. And uh, Videoton's website as well. He works through Videoton's website. Uh, welcome to the show, Gilbor Peter. Hi, thanks. And like I already said, we've got Chris Barrett on the show again, uh, the residential connoisseur of Hungarian football, I like to call him these days. Welcome to the show, Chris. Thanks, Tom. Great to be back. All right, cool. Let's get straight into it. Um, we'll start with you, Gabby, first. Did you ever expect Honved to be in this position? One game to go no. hot versus Vidyaton. <laughs> and if they uh, don't even lose, they win the title. Uh, I'm stunned,
1: absolutely stunned. It, this is like every single week. You think this is the uh, this is the week the wheels fall off, and um, and they haven't. You know, another five-two away win um, yesterday was just unbelievable. When it got back to three-two, we thought yeah, here we go, here we go, but we didn't. We rode it out, and we put another couple in the back of the net, and it's quite stunning. And you know, that's our second second. Uh, time well in a row two away games last two away games we scored five goals away from home as well so <clears throat> quite stunning absolutely stunning you know we had our we had our blip um losing to to Voshosh. um uh who else did we lose to in that run i think we had w- just some awful teams that we we, we lost to um yeah dios jewel was another one that we, that we lost to in that run and um you know you think oh, okay so yeah we've had our little bit of fun and but to be at this stage and and to all come down to this and you know last last game in the uh, in the Bosic stadium as as we know it is just simply incredible i i, I can't believe it can't believe it
0: yeah, it's quite funny to be fair like you say we expected the wheels to fall off we did as well like uh, uh, it's not just hundred fans who are thinking that like when Prose got sold, um, Bocca got sold at the start of the season. Like, I can remember we were actually talking at the um, in in the first podcast that we did. I was saying, "What are Honve doing selling their like two of their best players? They're just gonna they're just gonna Absolutely. fall away." And voshosh are the team that actually fell away, and they are still there. It's insane. Yeah, it,
1: it's funny. It just you know I can't even explain why we're here. It, uh, I remember. Um, you know, not so long ago, we we, we lost three 0 to Video time a couple of months ago um, already at their place, and just, just the only thing that kind of like kept me going, and even when we when we lost to Friday as well, um, I, I, I think that was three two or whatever it was, but just just the. We don't stop. We just keep attacking. You know, it looks like we can concede at any minute, but we just keep going and going and going. And that, that mentality is just, you know, w- what's seeing us through. It's like, OK, you know, you're going to score, but, you know, we're going to score more than you. It's, it's like Kevin Keegan football um, without the dodgy hair.
0: <laughs> yeah, no hair at all in this case. But the thing is with Rossi, like, he was here, I don't know, three, four years ago, and he wasn't even very good. And then they brought him no. back, and then he's like yeah. a miracle worker all of a sudden. Absolutely awful. That that little period
1: that we had with, um, you know, the the Italian influence was was horrendous. You know, the, the, one minute we were we were signed in Del Piero. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, it, it, it's just absolutely horrendous that what a period that was. I think our last league finishes were like eighth, um, ninth, and thirteenth. Um, and then you look at the sort of season before that, and we'd finished third. Um, but, you know, ironically, in that season, when we finished third, third it was Lanzofar May that was, um, you know, a key man for us. And uh, and as it obviously turns out this season as well, um, he, he's one of the key players as well. Between him and Eppel, it's 26 goals between them. And that's all you can ask from your, from your two up top, isn't it, really?
0: Yeah, he, he seemed to have calmed down since his last time he was here as well. Obviously, there's that infamous scene with uh, Leandro Martinez where he tried to take that penalty off him they absolutely. got sent off in the process.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And that typified everything that was, you know, going on at home bed. It's just, yeah, I'm still, well, I don't think I can even be gutted if we don't do it. You know, it's just, because it, it, it doesn't seem real. It really doesn't seem real. Not like, you know, it wasn't expected. We shouldn't be there. We know we shouldn't be there. We're punching way above our weight. But yeah, for, for us to sort of, you know, to throw it away, would. It, it would be like, right, okay, um, nice to be here. It's almost like a cup final, get into a cup final if you're, um, you know, not fancied at all.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Peter, I guess the um, it's a bit different for you. I can imagine you expect a video ton to be here, especially with a point in last summer.
2: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, uh, we have been in the hunt for like uh, seven years now, ever since uh, Godanchi has arrived to the club. And um, we always expect uh, Videoton to, to uh, be champions, but unfortunately, uh, all those years, uh, I think it's, it's more like a disappointment for us. I mean, uh, we only missed the podium for only uh, one time uh, in, in those years, but, uh, but only crowned to be champions uh, two times. And, uh, and we fired the coach uh, both uh, after both uh, titles so so yes we, we we expected to to be in the top but I think uh, after uh, seeing uh, France uh, um having the title uh, by 20 points margin um, we expected to to um, compete with them uh, and after we have seen them uh, failing and uh, struggling um, we, we wanted to see the team um, uh, winning by, by at least 10 points, and, and uh, uh, after the first match in February uh, against Tbilisi, when we won uh, by 5 to 1, um, we, we pictured the team uh, at the top of the league um, around April and then uh, uh, being champions five uh, rounds uh, before the end. So, so, yeah, we expected to be on the top, but uh, not with the uh, home weight.
0: Um, do you feel like uh, Bergs had a good season? I mean, there's been a lot of inconsistency this year. Like you, you go on a few, uh, you go on a run of games, and then you, out of nowhere, you, you lose one. That, like when you shouldn't be losing one. I feel like video time in the league are just by far and away the best, but they just they just don't seem to like put it in every week.
2: Yeah, uh, but I've just checked it yesterday that. Um, it was a surprise for me as well, that uh, we only lost to Washash uh, this, um, this spring. Um, have you ever noticed that? Because no, no, no. <laughs> It's only one loss, and yeah, we struggled yeah, a lot good. against uh, MTK and, and Mezőkövesd and, and a lot of uh, other teams. And uh, our only failure uh, was because the coach uh, Berg, I think, because, you know, uh, we had the uh, man advantage. I mean, there was two players sent off uh, for Washash. And uh, Berg had this idea uh, not to substitute at all, and um, and Washers did, and they they um, got the lead uh, like one minute before the game ended. So so yeah, that, that's what this, that's uh, that was a disappointment. But uh, yeah, if you if you look at our spring, it it's not that bad if you look only at the results. Um, but, but if you see the, uh, you have seen those games as a quest, especially. Well, that, that was a disaster. And uh, I think homebred uh, won a lot of games uh, by one goal margin and and uh, only uh, one one shot on, on target and uh, against MTK and, and a lot of other teams and matches uh, this spring. Um, we had a lot of chances in front of the goal but but we couldn't uh, convert because our uh, only striker um, or not only but but the main striker who 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 is made to be uh, fi- the finisher uh, Szczepović uh, is not not he doesn't have the the, the form uh, this spring I mean uh, during the fall um, he scored eight goals and, and we had a real uh, uh, built up uh, um, goals and and uh, this spring he's uh, always uh, falling uh, over the ball and missing uh, open chances. So yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah, because you obviously saw Fetcherson in the in the uh, in the winter as well, and Fetcherson scored I think nine, eight or nine goals in the in the full season and then you brought in Maric from Croatia kind of an unknown quantity. Do you feel like that was a bad decision to get rid of Fetishen because like obviously Skepovic was was playing well but to have like one main striker and no
2: real backup I think it's a bit of a risk. I think um, the problem was not that uh, Fetishen uh, left the club because uh, he wanted to leave uh, especially after we haven't uh, negotiated a contract uh, with him uh, early enough. Uh, so this wasn't a problem. The problem was, uh, yeah, we, we, we did not uh, sign any kind of, of backups. I mean, Maric uh, has been signed, but but he's barely playing. So, so yeah, um, the lack of, of depth uh, in our um, striker department uh, is a real problem because uh, even though Szczepović uh, has his struggles all through the spring, as I mentioned, uh, he has to... S- to start, because uh, there's no real option uh, behind him because Maric uh, barely played a game, as I mentioned also. So um, he's he's not he's not in that form. He he can't be in that form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chris,
0: um for you, who have you been? Uh, who have you enjoyed watching
3: out of the uh, out of the two most video tunnel Harnvad? Well, I have I enjoyed watching both of them. I think it's funny, um, Peter, that you mentioned that. Um, uh, you know, it's been weird that they haven't had a uh, a backup striker and maybe struggling a little bit. You know, they, they, they lead the league in goals scored with 65, um,
2: which is yeah, fine, uh, I think.
3: <laughs> far and above, above, above everybody. And it's, so, if, you know, if, if it's, it's, not scoring, um, you know, it's neat to see Gerasi and Lazovic um, and, and, and uh, some of these new guys step in, and even Stopira scoring twice in the last couple of games. It's just neat to see the entire team really come around and i've really enjoyed watching video ton this year um you know again this being my first real season of following um and seeing where where they came from last year you know they they were they were in second but they were so far behind obviously friday being so dominant last season um but then also you know Hamdid stepping up like um like you said gab coming from 8th up to where they're at now is has to be a dream um, really, for any supporter, um, and um, you know, watching this this team really, uh, really just rally around players like Lanzafame and um, and Apple, watching him score that fourth goal yesterday, and and just getting everybody all riled up, it was just fun to watch. So, you know, looking ahead to this weekend, gosh, so many good games. It really, even even the uh, the big derby um, is going to be paled by. Uh, you know, this game, and uh, also even another big fight in the bottom, which is going to be Debrecen and and Gior. So, um, so, much, so much to look forward to this weekend um, with, with the Derby, I think, being really a third choice for a lot of
0: people. Yeah, maybe even fourth, really, because you, you yeah. see M.T. Carr versus Poch as well. How much is riding on that one? MT Absolutely. M.T. win have to win. Like, yeah.
3: Well, and I will say this, too, about Fox. I mean, you know, they're a team that's really... Um, uh, I don't know, kind of crept, crept under um, uh, the radar and uh, really into uh, my affections. They're just that small team that that um, you know will always kind of be in and around. But what a fun season for them to to just be such a fortress at home. Um, and, and I honestly, um, Tom, I don't see Amtrak the way they're playing their current form to get anything out of that game. I don't know about you guys, but um, I, I think I think it's maybe even a foregone conclusion. <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, but I guess M.T. Carr will be up for it. Poch, are they on their holidays? They've got literally nothing to play for, except maybe finishing sixth or even seventh. But is that going to, I don't know, is that going to play into it? M.T. Carr, I've got some experienced players like Conte, Torgele. I,
3: I wouldn't write M.T. Carr off. You but... would have thought they would have won at home, though. I mean, they they had yeah, the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, for sure. They could have won, Uh, you know, nil-nil. They had the opportunities, but... Yeah, that that was the time to do it. I think. I think they really put themselves behind the eight ball here.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, how do you see the weekend's games going? Um,
3: Hanved, first. Me first. Yeah. Well, I've got a Honved supporter and a Videoton supporter, and um, <laughs> next to me, and I'm gonna get squashed here, whatever I say. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think I, I think um, the main thing that uh, is gonna make this really interesting is that both. Both managers pulled off their best players um, without, um, you know, early, which means, A, they're rested. B, they didn't get that that fifth yellow card. So, uh, Lonza Fame and, and Lazovic are both going to be front and center. Um, it's going to be a classic. Uh, I, I guess, you know, Gabby, I'm sorry. I know you guys are going to the game, and it's going to be amazing atmosphere and all that. I, I just really see ton maybe shading this one.
0: Uh, Gab, do you think they can do it? Uh, do you know what? Why not?
1: Why not? Absolutely. Um, I, I, I love sentimental things. I really, really do. I, I've still got a teddy bear from when I was a child. Um, that, that's completely irrelevant, I know. But <laughs> sentimentally, the last game at that stadium, as it currently is, the stadium where the greatest ever footballer that ever lived um, used to play his football, what more of a fitting way to go out than with the championship being presented to us. Uh, it, it, that's, that's all I'm holding on to here. We all know Videoton are, you know, if, if we look at it, Videoton should absolutely smash us to pieces. But let's let's look back across the season. There's so many teams that should have um, smashed us to pieces and, and we've kept grinding it out and we've ground it out and we've ground it out. So why not? Why not?
2: Uh, Pia? Well, I would like to answer a bit, uh, with a bit of history here. Um we lost the championship of uh, 88 uh, 89 um by a so close margin i mean that was the only championship uh in Hungarian football's history um which have seen uh, draws um uh, finishing with uh penalty kicks and um Videoton has lost uh, 5 of the 6 uh, penalties, um, which he, which we had, uh, all season and, uh, we became force in the league, even though, uh, that in the traditional two point, uh, for a win system and the three point for this in a, for the winner system, we would have been champions, but this way we became force and now we can, uh, again, lose a championship, uh, by a, a tiebreaker which uh, which is um, very rare in all Europe. I mean, only I two, it, uh,
0: oh, I was, sorry, go on. two
2: two two uh, championships uh, use this uh, this format uh, that uh, tiebreakers. What, what
0: country are those?
2: I don't know. Um, I've, never,
0: I've never heard of this system before. I didn't even know that anyone else did it. No, that's a new one to me as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I I wouldn't like to see the team lose another championship uh, by by a uh, so. Uh, strange uh, format, so yeah, I, I hope we will uh, uh, win the championship. But I think there will be a lot of diving and acting, uh, especially from Lazovic and then Lazafama, uh, <laughs> because it's 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 pretty efficient for both of them.
0: <laughs> it is, it is. Um, <laughs> sorry, um, for, for the rest of the league, obviously we've got we've got so much riding on this last game obviously the, the the big one is gonna be Honva Videoton but there's so much good like Diosjaw versus Debretsen who are ninth and tenth both could go down if they lose. Um Gabby we'll go for you. Who do you think is gonna go down? Do you think it's gonna be antecar? Uh
1: I actually don't. I'm I'm going for um a team that's in utter disarray. Um I'm going for Debretson.
0: <laughs> then they completely are in disarray so it's, it's, it's ridiculous like I, I always think when I look at the league and I see Debretson down there and I think about like a, a person who doesn't know our league like a, just an English person or something or an Italian Spanish they always think of probably Debretson as the biggest club in the league even though French Ferris are probably the big biggest Absolutely. club well French are but Debretson have been in the Champions League Europa League not long ago and Absolutely them to be ninth, it's just ridiculous with that stupid white
3: elephant of a stadium. Absolutely. Anyway, um, but uh, you know, I mean, and one one thing though, if you look at Debretchen's uh, De season, right? In the past eleven games or so, they have more wins. Um, you know, I mean, it, it, it doesn't look good for them. There's no doubt about it, and they did get hammered. Um, but uh, but Pontes is really rallied the troops in a sense towards the end of the season, you know, he had that one spell where they, they had won three of four. And, um, I I think everyone wrote them off a long time ago. And I'm wondering if he just wasn't, um, you know, counting his chickens, knowing that, that, you know, putting up a huge effort against Hanved here at the end, uh, before playing a, a relegation six pointer next week, if that was really where to put all of his eggs, if that makes sense, you know, I think honestly that he, he might be, Really raring for this one, and that that could be that really could be an interesting match. I am really looking forward to that one, actually. They are at home as well. Are they playing that game? At
0: the um, in, at the Bretton Stadium, because obviously that's where Diosjo are playing their games at the moment, aren't they?
3: Yeah, that's where. Well, yeah, I guess so. Oh no no, they're, sorry, they're
0: playing in uh, Mezakovje, which is a, is a relief really, because that would be ridiculous if they were. Yeah, host their last game of the season in a relegation six-pointer against Debrecen at their home stadium, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah who do you think is going to go oh.
2: down? Well, I would like to see Debrecen going down, but I think it will be Emteka. Uh, Debrecen would be fun for me because, uh, you know, uh, Debrecen, uh, we, we sucked a lot because of, of Debrecen uh, in the previous years. I mean, uh, uh, I've been to Dürer and we lost the championship, uh um and they became champions with the with the loss to to uh, Catch commit and and I would like to to see them with their new stadium in the MB2 although Antiga <laughs> also has the, the, their new stadium but it's it's a different size <laughs> you know uh, the Breton stadium is like twice bigger and um, yeah I, I would like to see them in the MB2 but but Antiga is so 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 nothing. I mean, the way they play this this game is just boring. It's all all the same. And and they have their only hope uh, in Torgele who is uh, is a real veteran. And and, uh, he was a subject of laughter uh, all through his career. So I I think (laughs) it's not enough to to remain in this uh, 12-teams championship.
0: Yeah, I hope Istvan uh, Boregi doesn't hear you say that they're a boring team to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they are. And, and like you say, they're, they're probably the club that I have most apathy towards, to be honest, because like you say, they're, they're, they are nothing. They've got kind of this very small fan base and which are very loyal and to their club. But like their owners are leeches. They always have been. And it, it just they like are the worst side of Hungarian football in my opinion. The other teams have a lot of problems as well like politically like obviously they run kind of quite close to the government and stuff which is, is which is an issue but MT they don't even they don't even care for their team they don't even try to push them <laughs> higher on the table they, 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 it's all about money for their owners and that's why I hate them so much
3: like, and they play in a prison camp. Let's be honest. <laughs> place looks awful it looks like a drive-in theater um, no, well I'll give, I'll give them some credit though when you
1: actually go to the stadium it's, it's not as bad as it as it seems like well at, you
3: know if you think about it there's only what less than a thousand that show up so most people who are watching are watching on television yeah, yeah, and it absolutely. doesn't look great from tv
1: <laughs> no it's, a, it's an interesting place um yeah i i like you say, what what a what, a, what a strange club I, I've got. I've always got like a little soft spot for them, really. Um, but it, how how bizarre! Like not too long ago, you know, in, in, in this decade, they they were um, champions, yeah. Um, and have also been back down into the second division and back up and then back down. It, it is it's quite bizarre how how it's run. But um, like you say, that the veteran. The veteran players, you know, Canta and and Torgele, it, it's um, it's been their mainstay. They haven't built around that. They they they're kind of they're the go-to guys, and that's it, really.
0: It, it is a bizarre, and I have I have um, MT Car friends, like, like people who support MT Car, who are my mates and like quite close or whatever. But I just I just can't seem to have that soft spot for them. I can't seem to have that love for them. And like you say, they <laughs> won the title in. I can't remember what year it was, 2005 or something like that. And th- there was obviously they had that link with Liverpool at one point, and their academy at one point was so good that in the last European Championship on the 17 level that Hungary qualified, 80% of the players in that squad came from MTK. They played for MTK, and then at the Under 20 World Cup, I think about 65% of the squad played for MTK in the in the M- in the Under 20 World Cup that Hungary did so successfully in, like they had the makings of like a fantastic team and I know I guess there was uh, advantages to have with linking with Liverpool but they they kind of sold their soul and they they sold all their best players they d- didn't just sell like their best players to Liverpool they sold all their best players to like for cheap and rubbish like players to Gyor- jaw and stuff like that it's, they annoy I me they really annoy me because they had the buildings of like a, to be a fantastic club which kind of like to aspire to be like Ferencvaros, really. You're not I'm not saying like they aspire to be like Man United. They aspire to be like a French like like they're a fantastic, successful club in Hungary. But they just they just throw it all the way every year.
2: Yeah, so, but they have have those players in the squad uh, right now. I mean, who who left? They returned like Vodni and, and Nikazi, and yet they they are still play as boring as well. game and and they are on the verge of relegation from the NB1 from the NB1. Yeah
0: and. Um, from the rumours that you hear about they obviously had Shabba Lajla who's doing a really good job at DAC at the moment in Slovakia and apparently the reason why he left while they were in the top half of the table was because he was a puppet he didn't want to be a puppet for the for the powers that be at the club and now they've got um, I think Zolt Tomasi at, at the moment who's who's their manager and like they just <laughs> they just employ puppets and they don't get results Um I am actually surprised that they employed Istvan Baregi because his he's such a like innovative forward thinking guy i I just I thought it was like beyond me that they'd actually go down this approach I thought they'd just be like stuck in their ways forever but anyway that's a discussion for a different day yeah. I reckon um, we'll move on to the national team we've had we've got Andorra and Russia coming up uh, we'll probably go back to Mv1 before we finish um, We've got yeah Andorra and um, Russia coming up. The squad got announced. Uh, well, the foreign players got announced, and Soboslai was in the squad. Um, what do you make of that? We'll go for you first, Chris. And um, the squad's been announced. We've got Barnabas, Gergo Kocic, who I think I think I was beating to Peter about it. Like I it might not have been. I saw on Twitter anyway that um, right, he he gets in the squad and he doesn't even play for yeah. DSC and slacky So I don't know what dirt he's got on stock. Um, there's the usual suspects. Adam Nodges in there, despite not playing for agents. Steve is back in there as well. Um, yeah, we'll go for Soborslaw. What do you think to that? Being him, him, him being in the squad.
3: Um, were you asking me? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got, I got caught up in a bit of a. Um, there's, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot. There. I'm, I'm gonna let the other guys. Honestly, I, I've been concentrating so much on MB1 that um, I, I haven't even <laughs> seen the list. Um that's okay. come out, um, so um, may- maybe you guys could talk a little bit more about the changes. I can name it for you now. right
0: now if you want. Um There's only 17 here. Galachi, Magieri, Bej from Milahov, Long, Kocic, Kadar, Nardjadam, Akosalek, Soboslav, Jujek, Dominic Naj, uh, Roland Shalai, Adam Giorgio, Jolt Kalmar, marc Joltan Adam Zala and Tomasz Pruszkiet, no place for Marco Futach. We'll go for you then, Peter. Um, what do you think to the squad and what do you think to Soboslai in particular? Uh,
2: well, I think it's too early for Soboslai, but um, when when should we play him? If not against Andorra and 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 on a friendly? I mean, I think I suppose after uh, the World Cup of uh, 2018 there will be. Uh, or less competitive games uh, instead of friendlies. Am I right? Yeah, that's right. So that I think uh, this is one of the the last chances uh, when we can uh, build in um, so young players like Suboslay. So I think it's a bit early for him, but we should try to 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 play him. And um, all in all, I think it's it's a complete squad. It's uh, it lacks Nikolic, of course, um, because there will be there will always be uh, uh, an, an excuse to to leave him out. I mean, he will he won't be in the national team uh, as long as he plays uh, in America. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know the answer, but but I I'm a bit scared of the the answer as well. So yeah but uh, otherwise I, I think um um yeah except Kočić, because yeah you mentioned the uh, the problems with him but uh, otherwise uh, yeah it's it's more or less the same as uh, as the euro squad and we have the the uh, fresh talents uh, like uh, dominic nagy um, uh, in the squad who, who became became regular at uh, legia so yeah i'm um i'm yeah rather um Satisfied with this squad?
0: Yeah, I guess he say like you say, it's, it's kind of the same old, same old, really. Um, Gab, obviously, I can, I know you're a big fan of Nikolic. Do you, do you feel like Storks, um, Stork not playing him is kind of weird? It's a bit strange. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, whether it's a lo, uh,
1: you know logistical or, or or what, I don't know. But it is very strange. But then again. You know, look at the the form that he was in previously, and was sitting on the bench. So, you, you know, you, you kind of think what what he actually thinks of him, and and you know, does his game suit what we actually want? Um, it, so, it, it's a strange one, yeah. Um, but just sort of on recent history, you can understand why he hasn't really. Um, maybe he has got that feeling that he doesn't want to waste players' time bringing them in from, uh, you know, all the way from America um, for it. But, you know, maybe maybe it's the player as well. Maybe he's thinking, you know, I, you know I'm absolutely on fire here. I need to stay here. I need to do my thing and don't need to be messing around, um, you know, against the minnows of Andorra and uh, and are friendly against Russia. So, uh, you know, it, I'd like to see, it's, hard to, it's easy to read things in, isn't it? But um, yeah, I'd like to see what he's um, thinking of. of um, also, with that squad, am I right in thinking we've only called up four defenders?
0: Um, yes, yeah, the, they haven't um, added the Hungarian base players in yet at the moment. I know, because I thought that. Yeah. I was like, what? What's okay, that's here? fair enough then. But um, <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, did you, Tom, did you mention, did uh, Vinicius get called up now that he's called con-
0: yeah, the Hungarian-based players haven't been called. Oh, they yet, haven't. So okay. I, I don't. Know. I, I think he will be in this world, yeah. I imagine. It's strange. It's you know, we had such a good
1: Euros, and you know, it, it was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. But you know, as on a previous podcast, you mentioned that the year as a whole um, for the Hungarian national team wasn't really good at all. Was it like three wins or something like
0: that in there? Yeah, I think three or four right. wins or something in the whole year. The, that was actually a stat by Bentex. Oh, really? Okay. But, you know, the, it,
1: what do we do with the, the, the younger... I mean, he, he showed courage, um, you know, before signing up, uh, you know, calling up Kleinheisler and, you know, look what happened there. Um, maybe it's the same sort of thinking here. It's But, you know, but we can't keep producing this talent at, at young... In the younger groups, in the, in the under twenty ones, the under seventeens, under twenties, whatever it be, we can't keep producing this talent and and not integrating them into into the bigger picture here, um, because you know it's it, it's well known, well publicised that that our youngsters that show potential soon um, go into insignificance and and end up playing in really bizarre countries, um, you know, seeing their careers out. It's a strange one, isn't it?
0: It's like, it's like if I look at this list now, I, I don't, I can't even name how many countries that the, the players play in. I mean, you've got Colmar who, like you say, was a, a bit of a, um, a talent, uh, Stiebe was a talent. He was at Villa before he's at Ka- Stieber's in the Bundesliga too, at Kaiserslautern, Colmar's at Bromby, um, Akosh Alexa, oh, I don't even know how you pronounce that. It's in Kazakhstan, um. <laughs> Maybe he wasn't really a talent, but, but still, our players play like
2: he's been at the under yeah, like twenty euros in two thousand and nine, Alec. Oh, Alec, really? Yeah.
0: Oh, there we go, another one. I mean, um, you know, that, that uh, yeah, and Jericho as well. Jericho was tipped as being yeah. like a big talent, and he's playing for like the fifth best team in Poland, or maybe worse than that. I've yeah, got,
1: I've got, got a video on fan there, and you know, one of the one of the great hopes for Hungarian football was obviously uh, István Kovács. And, um, you know, what's happened to him?
2: Well. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. um, A holodash, he used to be class at holodash as well. Yeah. Um, we paid like uh, 5,000 uh, euros for him and uh, he hasn't improved a bit. I mean, uh, we, we played him regularly because that, that was uh, uh, common uh, critics uh, against Videoton that uh, we did not play him uh, enough. But but I think that's not true because uh, he played at least uh, 20 games uh, in all those years uh, he, ha- he has been uh, at Videoton. And um, yeah, he, he hasn't shown any sign of improvement ever since he, be- he joined the team. And uh, I think it's becoming... Uh, Later and later, uh, with, with every day, uh, because he's already, I think, 25 years old, so he should be at his prime, and and now he's out of the team. Okay, now he's he's injured, but but uh, anyways, uh, he he has been a, a sub um, more um, in the majority of, of this uh, season. So and, and I think uh, that was the right choice to to leave him out of the starting eleven. Because we've got uh, Lazovic uh, at, at his uh, spot, and uh, and he's far, far, far better than, than Kovac. Uh, yeah, I just
0: I just looked at his uh, way page, and he started two games in the he's league he's, he's, It's been on the bench twenty two times. I, I um, got, I with, was,
1: sorry, I sat with um, Peter Murphy in the um, Pushkar Stadium, and we watched Ferencvaros versus Videoton, um, and I think it was one nil to Videoton, but um I was asked what what I thought would would become of um of ishwan and and um when I said nothing it raised quite a few eyebrows but <laughs> it, it's, it comes to fruition doesn't it it really 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 comes to fruition now the the, the great hope for Hungarian football is is adam Naj, isn't it and and where do we go where do we go with this that's the golden question isn't it where, where does Hungarian football. What happens in between that gap from being a promising youngster to István Kovács? What what happens?
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Um, well, and yeah, that kind of brings us on to the under-17 tournament. Like, I, I was I was impressed by what I saw. We beat France. We drew to Scotland when we were the better team. We beat Faroe Islands comfortably, obviously, um, and then we we put up a good f- fight against Turkey. And then with a depleted squad. We lost to France in the World Cup playoff. Um, I know you watched it, Chris. What, were you impressed by Hungary? Obviously, we, like we just mentioned, we can't get ahead of ourselves with these players, but were you impressed by what you saw?
3: Yeah, and honestly, again, uh, me being the newcomer to all of this, uh, I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, I thought it was great that they uh, qualified. And then uh, when I watched that first game against France, and I think everyone expected us just to get hammered. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe it was just me. I don't know, but I did not expect... Them to fight um, and, and really get a result there. I thought, boy, um, if they could, that would be great. And then um, Kevin uh, Savoth was just amazing. And I mean, he's was he 16 and um, mm-hmm. plays for uh, Benfica, I think um, their their youth squad. And he's he he looks like a leader. He looks good on the ball. He he's got great spatial awareness. I mean, he's just it was so neat. He and, and fly. I mean, they, they, they look like the beginnings of something that, uh, could be really exciting to see, you know, and then, then to watch them get to, uh, really, they, they, they really just played a good, a good tournament. They were playing against some tough teams. And, um, you know, uh, Tom, you and I talked a little bit, um, even when they got to that playoff, we kind of thought, you, you know, <laughs> uh, they'd be lucky. And, and still, that was a tough game. Um, you know, losing, I think losing uh, losing to Turkey was tough. I, I don't think it was. Um, I think they should have at least gone to penalties. That own goal was a killer. And, um, you know, they had some chances there. But I was, I was impressed. And I, I thought that there's really um, uh, a good foundation. It, it could have been a lot worse. And I think they made a good showing for themselves. And I think
0: back to our last two international tournaments um, under under-level, um, under twenty World Cup where we went out to Serbia, the winners um, in extra time, where we conceded that fluky, Attila uh, Tolaber I think who scored that fluky own goal, um, and we we impressed then. That was under Stork, uh, zoltán Zartan Zelasi. He, he looks he looks like a decent coach to be fair, and, and we like we missed Sob- for uh, half the tournament. We only played against the Faroes and the Turkey game, or well, over half the tournament actually um yeah it was impressive but like you say you don't know where it's going to go the last hungary under 17 team to qualify for a tournament was actually the crop that went on to the under 20 world cup in 2009 like that they were pretty decent so if these lot can achieve that i guess that is an achievement is it i don't know is that an achievement peter if they be as good as the under 20 crop or do you or do you think we should be aspiring for better than
2: that um i think it's an achievement um, actually, uh, my favorites from the squad were, uh, Schön and, and, uh, maybe Ashwani, the keeper and Mojnovic. Yeah. He was really good. Mojnovich. He obviously made that, yeah.
0: he obviously made that mistake against, yeah. um, Scotland, I think, but he was good before that.
2: Yeah. But, uh, have you noticed that, uh, he has some plus weight on him, like five kilograms? Yeah. <laughs> At yeah, least. he just a bit, a bit porky. It's weird as well, because he's like so young. Uh, he, be- he became 16 uh, um, during the tournament, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, d- yeah. sorry, do you think that they'll, um, how far do you think they can go? Um, uh,
2: a- as a team, as a national team, or what do you mean?
0: Uh, just like the players in, in general, do you think they can ach- achieve anything? Or do you think they'll fade away? Uh, no. I know it's an impossible question to ask, really. But.
2: I think Chobot has the potential and Seretu plays in, in uh, England. So uh, he's a bit selfish uh, so far, but I think he can improve. And, and I think uh, they will uh, be the, the um, key players of, of our national team in a few years. Uh, they, they. Well, <laughs> actually, it's a tough question. <laughs> So,
0: yeah, but it's, a, it's an impossible question to ask unless you've got a crystal
3: ball on your desk. Uh,
2: <laughs> but this is yeah. what we do,
3: isn't it? <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't we're know what to say actually.
0: Well, all Einsteins, as Mourinho would call us, actually. <laughs> Einstein's That's right, words that he used. Um, we'll go just before we finish. Um, we're all uh, well, apart from Chris, who wouldn't pay the $1,800 to come to Budapest. on. Uh, it's up to 2400 um,
3: now. Thank you very much.
2: Oh, is it twenty four? dollars That's that it. it?
0: Um, okay. Um, well, yeah, apart from Chris, who's being stingy, uh, we're all going to be in Budapest on Saturday. So if you're there, hit us up. Um, we'll go for a lunch or a coffee or something. Uh, I think there's going to be a big meet. Um, not everyone. Not, not everyone, because we will not have to get in anywhere. But um, if people want to come just give us a shout on twitter or drop us an email or whatever um we'll go to you gabby um what do you think the score is going to be honved versus Videoton on saturday i'm
1: gonna go with um two nil to honved
0: Ooh, that'll be exciting. that'll do me i think the uh the non-existent roof will Uh, blow off these you know what if if, if
1: Videoton um, win it's like the construction companies are going to be laughing because I'm sure the ultras will start dismantling the stadium um, come full time if if (laughs) Videoton walk off with the uh, with the trophy but yeah like you say what a bizarre thing how can we have the biggest game one of the biggest games in Europe the um, the, you know the derby just up around the corner at at Ferentz and it's just so insignificant it's unbelievable there's no talk of it whatsoever. It, it, it's oh, absolutely uh, bizarre.
0: I bet policing's is going to be. I bet the police are absolutely loving it. I bet they can't wait.
1: Oh, <laughs> <is>. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm sure they're being drafted in from one of our various border patrols, but
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: water, water.
0: Might, get off, might get off the border. And yeah, something. exactly.
1: But yeah, expect it to be um, be quite interesting. And um, I think one one maybe maybe a taxi home rather than the metro. Past Nepliget would be a a good idea as well. (laughs)
4: Um,
2: Peter, what do you think the score is going to be? 2-1 in favor of Videoton. I think Apple will score but but as a team, uh, we are better and as an individual uh, we are better. So, that's Homeway will uh, win this game uh, especially after we, we already uh, beat them twice this year.
0: <laughs> I did that one in. Um, you, how many videotons of fans are going to be there? Do you-
2: well, I'm uh, um, continuously monitoring uh, the, the tickets uh, because uh, um, I, I haven't got my uh, ticket for a long time because uh, I did not have this, uh, this card uh, club card. So um, I think it will be full. I mean, uh, full house. But uh, but I'm a bit disappointed uh, because of that. Because I, I thought after the uh, last night's game against uh, France Vayos, uh, 400 tickets uh, will be sold uh, in in a minute, or <laughs> yeah, in a, in a few uh, hours. But uh, there's still. On uh, Sunday evening, there's still uh, 200 of tickets, but I think uh, that there's there's uh, a week left, so uh, all in all, there will be around uh, 1,000 and maybe 200 of Videoton fans.
0: Good stuff, good stuff. That make for a good exactly. a yeah, on bed, the tickets are selling
1: nicely in the <laughs> in the home end as well. we have certainly be the biggest crowd that that we've had there for for, for years, and. Um, yeah, it, what an atmosphere it proves to be.
0: Yeah, it should be amazing. And Chris will get... This is the deciding... Right. One. <laughs> Obviously, the two guys went for their own team. So, we'll get a neutral. Well, huh? first
3: of all, I, yeah. I, wouldn't it be interesting if um, if this game drew... And again, depending on the time of the game, but if it drew um, close to what the Derby's going to uh, draw, I think... I think the biggest draw so far this year is about 11,000, which is about 6,000 down from last year's. So, um, I, 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 yeah, I don't even know if it can hold that much, but, boy, wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> if, if you were a policeman, wouldn't you be going, okay, which way do I turn? Where, where, which, which game am I going to? Um, but, um, yeah, first, uh, Peter, I wanted to ask you, do you know if Fiola is going to be playing? I think he left injured.
2: Yeah, that's true, but I, I don't know any any anything about uh, on his uh, um, uh, status, so. I okay,
3: don't know well, yet. and I get the reason why I asked that was uh, uh, Nego has been playing in a more advanced position with Fiola moving from left to right and 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 then pushing uh, Nego up, and I I think it's been helpful for them uh, really adding him up you know in that uh, advanced position on the right side and. Um, You know, if if that's the case and he can do that, I see him putting in the game winner at about eighty nine. I'm sorry, eighty one minutes in a two one, real exciting game. Um, I think I think is an amazing keeper. I think those two goals he didn't see at all. That rebound was ridiculous. Anything that he sees, he'll stop. But um, you're just saying that because he might be listening. Of course. (laughs) <laughs> no, but I mean, seriously, I, you you saw this, the save penalty and and some of the saves. I mean, he's he's really been he's been a standout been this season. I yeah. think he's been a huge part of their success. But um, you know, I, I I think it's going to be one of those games. Like you like you said, Peter Gab. I mean, it, there's going to be a lot of um, uh, play acting. A lot of um, I don't know who they're appointing for uh, for the referee for, uh, for that game. But they it better be one of the top ones because it's it, it means a lot. And I, I think. Um, it better be handled well there's going to be a lot of
0: I'm sure stuff. Gail will um, pop up with that when she knows Yeah
3: I'm sure she will you know but uh, that that that's the thing I mean if it's if it's officiated well um, you know I, I I guess I I I see video ton shading it 2-1 two, two. Uh, Let be let fantastic. me
2: go back to to the nego thing uh, for a moment please uh, because the greatest invention uh, of last year's coach uh, Horvat friends was that uh, he played uh, Nego as a right, uh, on the right wing. And uh, Sonoki played uh, behind him, I think.
5: Mm-hmm. And
2: uh, when Berg arrived uh, to Videoton, he just uh, um, cleared this, this idea and, and put Nego back to the defensive line. And this was a, a horrible move, I think. And uh, he needed an injury uh, to to or, or a suspension or something like that to... Reinvent this thing and and uh, back uh, Nego uh, in the on the right wing and uh, I think uh, the the best would be if uh, If uh, Fiola is uh, missing that uh, we play Sonoki uh, as a right back and otherwise uh, he's the favorite player in the squad for me and uh, And leave Nego uh, on the right wing because he can do real damage uh, um in the attacks and when he plays as a right back um, there's always uh, 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 an empty space uh, at uh, his uh, position because he's always uh, at the opposition's uh, penalty box so yeah he's yeah, pushing
3: uh, up a lot isn't he <laughs> yeah yeah well he did put the ball in the, into the net last, uh, this week it was just the wrong one so what's your prediction What's yeah. my
0: prediction? Um, I think Honved will win oh, it. I think they'll win it three you know one. <laughs> Which was
1: slowly slipping away from you on Saturday, but now you can have anything you want on the menu. <laughs> the
0: thing is, I I, I I know I said this on 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 Twitter, and I, th- I think I got shut down quite quickly. I said that Videoton usually bottle big games. Um, I just I just I just think that Honved will just come out of the traps and. And, and go one or two goals up, they'll probably get one back, Vidi, and I think Honford will win it. I don't I don't think Honved are the better side whatsoever, like no no doubt about it. But I, but I just I just feel that they've got it in them. I, I can't see them slipping it slipping up. now uh, they've been fantastic all year, and they've got some uh, they players like Lanza Farmer who can just score from anything. I know Videoton have got some fantastic individuals as well. And Sojic was just unplayable uh, on Saturday. But I, I don't know. I just the, feel the on them. in Budapest. It's kind of written. Yeah, the pressure's
1: on them. That's the that's the bottom line with it. it mm, you know, we, exactly, we shouldn't yeah. be there. Our fans know that we shouldn't be there. We're just enjoying it. It's a one-off game now. It's, it's, it's like of all the cup finals, it's Wimbledon, Liverpool
0: all over again, you know. It, it's
1: ugh, Yeah, why not us? Why not?
0: And they're the team that needs to win as well. Like, because if Honve score early, Videoton will, will just, like, they'll lose their, well, they'll just, like, frazzled They'll be like, whoa, whoa, where do we go from here? We have to score. Yeah, two absolutely. Now. And then, and then the game could get away from them. Like, because, and, you think a fade early goal I can't see them coming back but you never know like, hey Tom they've already done that though MB, they 1, did that so.
3: this week they went down and yeah that's you true. know they they had to win that game also and um, mm-hmm. you know again it's a little different um, Friday is not in the same position and they subbed a lot of their players out but I mean they they, they came back and and did well I'm I'm, I'm guessing that uh, if they do go down early it, there, it's gonna to be a street fight <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be great and we've got a lot of characters on that pitch as well. So I'm really jealous I'm sure that you guys gonna are all going to be the there. Great great on, I think I was really jealous as well. That's why I put my flight. I was like I don't want to miss it. I mean, when when is when I can does anyone know when the last time in Hungary this ha- this happened? Was it Debrecen versus Videoton a few years ago or was, or was that not the last day?
2: No. Uh, um, like uh, early 90s, wasn't it? Uh, the last time when uh, the, the championship was decided by a, a game between the two uh, teams on the top was in 2003-2004 uh, season.
0: Oh, wow. Well, so that, I mean, that, that isn't even that long ago. Oh, so it? Yeah, cause, I mean, I don't think it's happened in England since 1990 when Liverpool played Arsenal. Oh, yeah.
2: so I've so published a great article on, on this topic uh, <laughs> just today, so
0: <laughs> I oh, recommend really?
2: it on orangado.hook.
0: <laughs> we'll a little plug in right at the end. Uh, we'll link we'll to that as well. Stuff now
1: as well because I've got a watch for yeah. sale if anyone wants it. <laughs> anyone in the Luton area gets a Gabby <laughs>
0: What uh, what make is it? Uh, Indusit, mate, Indusit. Oh, yeah, oh, you nice. know
1: I'm open to offers, but I'm, I'm not going to do anything out the ordinary for it. I don't want any Indusit proposals.
3: <laughs>
0: I think, we should, uh, I think we should leave it at that, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> um, okay, uh, coming up, we've got an interview with Naboza Vinjevic, uh, who's the Ouya manager. manager. Um, it's coming straight after this. This is an interview with Gail that she did. Um, thanks for being on the show, Gabby. Um, best of luck for next Saturday for you. And thanks for time. having me. Uh, Peter, same to you for video. Tom, thanks a lot for coming on the show, and best of luck to you. Thanks a lot. And, Chris, best of luck for pests in their game. You're an OU Pest fan.
3: Yeah, thank you. Always a pleasure. What,
0: what, what's riding on your game? Uh, can you finish sixth or something? Fifth? No, f- yeah, fifth.
3: What? For the... For fifth th- with a win. For the derby.
0: your Pest win. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, I'm going to pick them winning 5-1. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I'm in dream. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> That's just my hope, you know? Come on, a, a man can dream. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great stuff. Okay, thank you so much for coming on, guys. See you later. Cheers.
3: The third was a real beauty. Just watch the smart footwork by Pushkach. Lovely ball. The way he's been laying on these passes. Now the penny.
5: It comes a lovely goal by Farkashek. Great Right, Good afternoon. This is Gail from HungarianFootball.com, and with me is Naboja uh, Vinovic, manager of uh, Wipest, who has very kindly agreed to be um, interviewed for the podcast. Um, good afternoon, Naboja. Uh,
4: good afternoon. It's a great pleasure for me to be interesting uh, for your listeners.
5: Thank you. Um, thank you very much for agreeing to this. Um, I won't ask how you are after after the result on Wednesday. We'll um, go straight in for the questions, shall we? Uh, yeah. Okay. Now, um, you spend every day three, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the club uh, training. So what is your routine on a typical day?
4: Uh, actually, I don't play like routine, but there is some routine... Uh you know it's uh training started at 11 o'clock but we are there every day two hours before the training preparing everything so that's uh making some uh, plans for training uh making everything be ready when the players are coming and also it depends uh, what happened days before you know if we have a game or not and uh after that, uh, also we are summarizing uh, the training was good, okay, or uh, we saw some problems uh, on the guys, and automatically uh, we are preparing the training for uh, next day and to see what we can um, improve, and that's uh, idea on every day. So it's uh, some kind of routine, but every day is uh, totally different, you know. It depends on the mood of the players and our mood on Next game or what happened before, and uh, sometimes it's stressful. Sometimes, but uh, mostly it's, uh, we are trying to make good atmosphere. You know, that's the most important for the good results. That's good.
5: Um, so, so you speak to people like sports scientists and that, do you, um to analyse what's what's been going on?
4: Well, yeah, we have, uh, you know. Mental coach in the club, we have a fitness coach, a physiotherapist, you know, it's a team of the people. And uh, on um, on them, I'm getting information, you know, about the players, uh, what's physically, uh, in what kind of condition or mental, you know, and uh, on that, uh, we are making some decisions together, you know. And for me, that's the, the teamwork and that's the most important for some involvement on in the players. That's good.
5: Um what do you like after a game personally? Uh, if a result has gone against you, for example? Does it affect your mood?
4: Um immediately after the game probably I still have some let's say bad feelings, you know, I don't feel good normally, you know. But uh, immediately we start commenting and trying to analyze the game even we didn't see the game um, you know on video or you know that is the first opinion and uh, we try to find uh, or some mistakes that we saw, or we try to find well, where was the mistake and immediately in one way we try to think about the next game and that's the best therapy for me after the the, the games where uh, the results uh, were against us, and uh, it's always made me better. You know, when uh, I see the mistakes, and uh, that I'm sure that if we are fixing these mistakes for the next game, it's uh, it will be better. And uh, always I'm trying after the game to to look forward, and uh, I'm very optimistic on uh, even after not so good results. Right, um,
5: that's good, um. Yeah, because a lot of people get into a right foul mood, don't they? Um, I mean, you, you yourself, and this is something I said to you when we were talking before we were recording, um, after a game, when, when you do your post-match interview, you are always so respectful. Um, you come across very, very calm, very polite, respectful of your opposition, respectful of the match officials. Um and personally i think it's it's fantastic it's it's you know good to see a manager that way um
4: i think it's uh, sometimes it's very difficult you know but uh, when the game is finished it's finished you know and you cannot fix anything so even if you are, were better or if if you deserve to win the game but you didn't know what you can do about that and uh I, I like to congratulate because uh, maybe we were better, but on some somehow they they deserve to win the game, and uh, that's something. what I like to say then, you know, okay. Um, like I said, it's sometimes it's very difficult to 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 keep the, the to become after the game. But uh, like I said, it's finished, and uh, what can I change? You know, also. I think that every manager, it's uh, some, somehow he represents not only himself. You know, it's a club and the uh, tradition of the club and all the people. In that moment when I'm giving my interview, you know, I have uh, not only myself. It's a bunch of the people, fans and everyone who is connected to the club. No, I represented that and. Uh, because of that, sometimes I behave like that. Not sometimes, I try to behave mostly, you know, and um, that's how I see my, my job. It's not just personally, you know, that I lost the game, you know, or I won the game. So the teamwork, but not only my team on the pitch and the uh, people from the staff, all the fans and everyone, you know, and I'm representing all of them.
5: Well, that, that's a very refreshing Attitude, to be honest, um, and I have to say, you represent your club very well. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what do you think is the reason behind the physical disadvantages, um, you know, like pace and stamina, of the Hungarian-based players, as um, as opposed to some of the op- some overseas-based players? Take England, for example.
4: Uh, what, what you saw here in Hungary, we were a little bit surprised. I mean, me and my people from the staff, you know, because fitness coach is also from Serbia and uh, physiotherapist. And uh, I think that uh, many Hungarian players have much better pace funding stamina, you know, than we saw when they came mm-hmm. uh, on tests, you know, and they, they have much bigger pot- uh, potential, you know, but they are not... I must say that, you know, that they are not always trained in the best way, you know. Right. And uh, we, I think that we improved a lot. Actually, first my fitness coach and the team together, that we improved them. And um, sometimes they are making advantage and that's, um, that's a little more professional work. And uh, that's, I think, that most uh, Hungarian players are missing. And on that, they can be much better.
5: So, I mean, this this is something then that can be um, pushed further in the future, isn't it? That the continual improvement and involvement involve,
4: of, yes. of Hungary. I, in I don't think so. Only on this, you know, I I see a lot of efforts, from uh, not only from the football federation, also for from the government and everyone that they try to improve the Hungarian football. They invest a lot uh, in stadiums, and uh, you know. But uh, now I think the next step is investment in uh, um, sport, uh, not only in the players, but also in the sport workers, uh, mental coaches, fitness coaches, coaches. You know, with uh, good education, and then uh, they will make that step that I think in this moment is missing. In Hungarian football, and with that, they will be closer to the not to the top teams to the, in, in Europe, but some they will be on a much better level than today. Mm.
5: I mean, it, as you you know yourself, it it starts all it starts with what you're taught as children, isn't it, at grassroots level? So if you yeah. haven't haven't got a good base for to which to build on. Um, it's it's quite difficult to build just at the top, isn't it?
4: Yeah, the, the, that's that's one of the, the most uh, important things, I think. Uh, the coaches who are working with the young guys also, you know, to give good education that after on that we can, the coaches from first division, second division, we can build and we can improve the players on the maximum level where they can.
5: Mm. So, with that in mind, what what kind of methods do you think are possible to develop a player's tactical intelligence?
4: Uh, Yeah, that's also one of the things that I think it's much better. I think I'm here three and a half years, but I think today it's much better than when I came Um, before I came, but I saw, you know, there was not um, too much tactical um in the in the in the games uh, and uh, some games were very stressful you know because uh, players are running uh, for themselves you don't understand that and uh, on that i think that they they lost very easy europe some games even from uh, some teams who are not better than them and uh on in the last three years i see a big improvement but still it's not uh, there is no some special methods. I think, uh, like I said, you know, education of the coaches also it's very very important. But not only education from federation or from some schools. Also they must work on themselves. You know, and if they improve themselves, then it will be much more easier for them to improve the players. Mm. And m- tactical intelligence. You know, the, also selection of the players that you are choosing after. You know, you Uh, change your thinking about them and uh, then i think in selection and everything will be much better
5: okay um what's the youth system like um at wipest um and you know comparing it to other hungarian academies have you got a good youth set up or are you working towards a good youth set up at the moment
4: with the youth
5: Yeah, they're they're sort of under-16s and under-18s and maybe even younger.
4: Our academy is uh, very young, you know. We started before two years because we had some problems with the previous academy, you know, we are are not connected with them, and now we are starting with our own academy, and it was very difficult in the beginning because we need uh, Kids and uh, all the good kids are in the other academies, mm. and um, we saw that uh, there is one problem in Hungarian football: that kids are very talented, but in the in the age 16 till 18, you know, that like they they lose. Actually, uh, talented kids they can play on them, on them but uh, after 16. They need the coaches who will help them to make another step, and that's what was missing uh, in our academy before. Now we are working a lot. We are trying to find the right coaches to educate them, and after, you know, we can expect that we will get some players also from academy. But it's not the the. It's a process, you know. It's not two, three years, even more, you know. Takes time, I think that we will get some players from academies.
5: Oh, that's good. Do you you get involved with that yourself
4: or do you just stick to the first team? Uh, Not only me. uh, Almost all staff, even mental coaches and, uh, uh, you know, fitness coach and uh, everybody's working on that. Like I said, it's not one-man job or two-man job. We are trying to uh, work with the coaches from academy under 16, 17. We are talking, we are trying to 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 help them also we look up to us if we help them and uh, I think that uh, soon everybody will see results from our academy
5: I mean from, from from my point of view just as as somebody who's never worked in the area I think if if you yourself are getting involved you're, you're going to have your philosophy uh, that your style of play and This sort of thing, right up, which is going to must help, you know, youngsters be able to step into the first team easier.
4: Actually, my philosophy is coming at the end when these kids are uh, coming to the first team, you know, when they are with seniors. But before that, you know, the basic things, what they have to learn and how they have to be trained, it's not my philosophy. Mm. You have some. uh, uh, some philosophies or, or basic things well, how you can improve until 14 16 and you have to follow these methods you know you can find in the books but it's not just finding in the books after you have to implement that that uh, and for that we need good coaches who will understand what is wrong with the kid how they can help uh, to give the right advice and then help them to make another step you know yeah. and uh Before, I I never was so involved in the academy, you know, because the job of the manager, you never know, especially in these regions, you know, and you can be here six months or one year or, you know, you are always expecting after a few bad results that you are out. But here I felt, you know, actually I always try to think like that, but here I had, and I have a chance now to to think on the long terms. Maybe I will be gone after six months or one year, but we are making really um, good plans for the future. We are thinking on the long terms, and I hope that I will be here uh, long enough to see results of uh, working with the academy.
5: So there's no chance of me pinching you for Honvid then? Excuse me? I said, there's no chance of me pinching you for Honvied. Then I'm Uh, on no chance, no chance. Oh, no, all right, then I'll give up on that one. Then, (laughs)
4: yeah, okay.
5: (laughs) Um, uh, what tactical innovations have you noticed in the MB1 lately? Um, and what resources do you personally use to improve yourself?
4: I said about tactical innovations that uh, before there was not so Many tactical, even in, in the first division. But now I can see that uh, generally NB1 is, uh, especially NB1 is improved in that you know because now we have only 12 teams and uh, so much more quality in, in the first league. Um, I see that the, the 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 coaches we have also some coaches from abroad and they brought something from Germany, from uh, England, you know, I see that they are uh, pretty well educated on that and uh, I saw a lot of improvement. Uh, Me personally, by watching the games, by talking to the colleagues, by reading and uh, I'm trying to improve myself, Uh, also many times I learn from my players, you know, when they do something good or something bad in the game than I see and that gave me ideas you know um, now I'm, I'm I'm more trying to improve myself in uh, in uh, analyzing my games in uh, uh, analyzing my games with my team and uh, then we were trying to find uh, together some solutions how to improve you know basically, 4 to 2 4 3 systems and uh, tactical some ideas uh, everybody knows but uh, it's a question how you can implement that on your team how you can improve that you know and like I said many times we are we are uh, learning from our players how they are handling some situations and on that you are getting an idea and uh, you are still making your own philosophy I am engaged you know that now i have my own philosophy and i'm going with that and when i started i have my course and uh, that's uh, still it's not finished you know i'm still trying to improve that
5: that's good um i mean i know you said earlier that the the one main thing that you do is is focus on the next game straight away and look to how you can improve the game before's performance in the next game. So, um, I mean, that's good. You need to always strive to improve, I think, don't you? Um, now, you mentioned there that the the less number of teams in the NB1 has helped. Um, do you think that will also strengthen the chance of um, Hungarian teams in European competitions?
4: Uh, yes. Yes. I'm sure that uh, it will strengthen the, the chances of having Hungarian teams and that that's missing, you know, who will be the champion and who will win the cup and who will play the Europe is just one step, but what you will do and uh, will you stay in some, let's say, UEFA uh, cup, you know, it's your uh, group. That, that's for me most important and uh, all the... Uh, investments what uh, the government and, and federation are doing. It's not just for Hungarian football in Hungary. I think that they want to see the clubs and uh, national team playing uh, in the important uh, competitions, you know, and um, I think one of the things that, uh, that will help a lot is uh, the Sometimes the the teams are naive, you know, and that was that was coming from uh, tactical uh, plans what they had before. Now it's better, and I hope that soon we will see some Hungarian teams in the UEFA groups and that they will at least play more than two games in Europe.
5: Yes, yes, because it's um, unfortunately it's often over before the season starts, isn't it for them, which is a shame. I mean, obviously, the guys at HungarianFootball.com, we we watch all of the teams in Europe and we get excited every season that, you know, this season we're going to see a Hungarian team go on and make the finals or something and they don't even make the start of the season. But... Um, I
4: think that's very disappointing, you know, not only for the fans of the teams who played, also that's very disappointing for all uh, football mm. In, in in Hungary and you see you know that uh, all year you are fighting you are working and uh, everybody have big expectation not big expectation that someone will uh, won the Champions League or something like that but at least that you, to make uh, the stay group, in uh, Europe for at least four or five years you know yeah. and uh,
5: make the group stages instead of just
4: the qualifiers yeah make the group stages will be, would perfect, be amazing, you know wouldn't... and that's what what had to be a next step in Hungarian football, and I hope that when uh, I said that when we won the cup two year, three years ago, they said in Europe, you know, I don't want to play Europe if I will play just for two games. We are still not ready, you know. Yeah. And when we are going there, I hope that we will be ready. Um, hopefully,
5: we'll find out later this year after uh, winning this year's cup, eh? I hope so. <laughs> Um, I mean, one thing I've noticed with, with the Hungarian Football Federation is they introduced it last season where they they've started to move domestic games so that um, Herr Stork has two whole weeks with, with the national team. Um, do, how do you find that as a manager? Does that, is that good for you? Because um, you, you, your international break is effectively two weeks instead of one
4: even even uh, one week sometimes it's very difficult you know because you can you're losing that um, return especially if you are in good return you know and uh, it's uh, even worse you know when you have two weeks and sometimes they have three weeks break and it's very difficult to to keep the players in uh, good shape and competition form and uh, what you need and uh, practically, after, after the, the long breaks like that, um, like we had now, you know, you don't know what you can expect. It's very difficult to even the players want, and uh, if they go, they, they, but it's not easy, you know. And first game, it's always difficult. Mm-hmm. But uh, what can I say? It's a politics, not only on Mr. Stork, also Federation, they did it before. And we used to that sometimes it can be super helpful if you have some injured players and uh, you have time to recover them. But mostly, I don't like breaks, especially long breaks like that in championship.
5: Yeah, it's almost like having an extra clo- couple of close seasons, isn't it? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Now, if you were given the chance to manage any club anywhere in the world, who would you choose?
4: Wow, difficult question. (laughs) I don't know, you know. AFC Bournemouth would be a good answer. Actually, I never think about what is my favourite club I ever go, but uh, I like how some teams are playing, you know, maybe Atletico Madrid. Or um, I don't know. I like uh, Liverpool. Liverpool because of atmosphere. I think it's uh, because mostly because of atmosphere what the fans are making, you know.
5: Yeah.
4: And I don't know. I don't some. I don't have some favorite club that I would like to be a manager. All the big clubs on that level, it's a big, big, pleasure for me. Right. I'm dreaming about the level, not about one club.
5: <laughs> so, you, would you like to manage in the Premier League one day?
4: Yeah, I would like. Uh, I had a chance last year to go to the Championship. Charlton, yeah. Uh, maybe I will be now in Premier League if I accept over the top
5: of that. Yeah, I I was going to ask you about that one. Um, you know, were you aware of the links in the UK press to that? Or because obviously the owners of Weepest also own Charlton. yeah. yeah. So, did you nearly go there then, or was it a decision you were given?
4: Um, (laughs) in the beginning, I was uh very excited about that, you know, something that. I dreamed, you know, it's very difficult from this league and from this region that uh, any any coach or, or player is going to the, not to Premier League, you know, to Championship, you know, and uh, I like that idea, but we didn't agree on all the details. And uh, one of the important things in that moment, I felt very good in with we were in second position and that was a big challenge for me to go there and I, I would like to finish there. At the end, uh, like I said, we didn't uh, agree on some details and uh, I gave up. But uh, I think that if I went there, that Charlton this year will play championship. Mm. They will stay.
5: I mean, I, I've worked at Charlton before. Um, yeah. I, I was a head of security there for um, two or three years. Uh, and it's it's a fantastic club to work at um, at, at all levels. And um, uh, no, I do think you'd like it there. Actually, it's a nice family club. Um, yeah, and I
4: saw after some difficult games, and the, the, it was very difficult time for them. You know, they they were fighting, but the fans were amazing. You know, so after the game when they lost six one or six zero on the yeah. I and mean, it was almost twenty thousand people supporting the. The team and uh, you know it's um, even when I'm thinking now about it. I watched that game. I was very sorry that I mm. I'm not there. You know, to feel that atmosphere, to feel that that's also culture part of their culture. And mm. I think it's the great to to for everyone to work in the club like that. Not only the club, probably in all the clubs in the UK, That's the picture what I have about the league.
5: Mm. A um, uh, change of um, of tactic here, uh, what are your views on the um, situation with the Ultras at the moment? Are you even aware of what the situation with the Ultras is?
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm aware, you know, not only interesting, also in uh, Terence Wars. And I'm sorry, you know, because especially the clubs like Wittgenstein Ru- and Swarish without the fans, they are not the same, you know. It's a great atmosphere always with them. And I'm sorry that they are not coming because some of some situation with the federation, with the clubs. I don't know exactly what's happening, but um, it's not the same, you know, it's not the same. Big club, big tradition, and uh, part of the tradition is also. Uh, actually, the fans are also big part of all of that. You know, the the derby, Fradi uh, Rippers, is one of the biggest derbies in the world. You know, and without these fans, they are coming for that game. But when they don't come for next game, you know, this atmosphere is not the same. And literally, they are not 12, they are sometimes 13 players, you know, for us yep. and for the players. And that's, I'm sorry that I hope that soon it will be fixed and that uh, we will be enjoying a really great atmosphere that they are making on our games.
5: I mean, it, it must affect the players if, if the, you know, it, you've got a mostly empty ground.
4: Um, you know, it's, it's also not easy. You know, when when you have ten thousand people, uh, when they give you support, you feel better. You you feel that you can do everything. But uh, if you are not playing good, also you have ten thousand people who will press you. You know, and uh, that's you have not only if you are looking on a good side. it's good to have ten thousand people behind your back, but. Sometimes they are coming on your back. Yeah. It's not so easy. (laughs) Not so nice, then. And they already felt that, you know. Yeah. But it's also a good message. If you want to play in front of 10,000 fans, if you want to have that kind of great support, then you have to fight for that and then you have to deserve that. And it's not so easy. And many players are coming here because of atmosphere on our stadium, but uh, sometimes when they feel the other side, you know, they, they understand, you know, why it's so difficult to play the club like this.
5: Yeah. Um, how did your move come about um, to Upeš? And and how does it differ with your time in Serbia? Because you were in Serbia before, weren't you?
4: Um, how did I move? Um, I trained some clubs in Serbia and Montenegro. I had some success and. Um, I mean, some of my ex-players they recommended me to one agent, and he had in that moment good connections with Wilpers, and some scouts from Belgium they checked my games and uh, they said uh, that I'm the right guy for Wilpers, and that's how I finished here.
5: Yeah, and you enjoy
4: it? Yeah, I enjoy it. You know, I didn't expect that it would be so long Longer so it's um, back or so towards
5: the to club. Um, I mean, when you came, you had the perfect start. Um, you had wins in your debut cup game, a win in your debut league game, and of course that season you went on to win the cup. Um, so how much was it um, of a disappointment was it that you'd won the cup but you weren't able to qualify for for
4: Europe? Because Actually, of the punishment. It, was not, it was not big disappointment for me. You know, like I said, we were not ready in that moment to to play in Europe. I would like to play, and uh, I played before with some teams, Euro Euro games, and uh, it was pretty good. But I had a team always for one two years, you know, and then I knew that uh, at least we cannot embarrass ourselves. In that moment, Twitter was not so good. You know, we won the cup, we were a little bit lucky, and. Uh, also, we played good, uh, the, the most important games but in that moment we were not ready for Europe. Um, so, like I said, you know, uh, from one big joy, from one big celebration, I think that maybe it will be also a big disappointment. For me personally, you know, because I don't like to lose the games and I don't like to look, let my team look bad. No.
5: Um, and of course, you've also had a, a bit of a frustration now haven't you of losing your best players and not being able to sign perhaps who you wanted to over the summer
4: uh, uh, yeah we have a big plans for the summer we had that problem with FIFA and uh, we couldn't sign the players and now we are trying to make the list and be ready for the summer and from the next Season We will try to win the cup this year, but for the next season I think that we will start something what we are dreaming a long time ago, you know, to go for championship and to go for the cup, go for Europe and be ready for all of that.
5: So if you were to win the cup this year, um, do you think you're ready for Europe?
4: Uh, we will be in much better position than before um and uh, i think we already made the uh, we already analyzed and made the plan and we are not we we know what we are missing we will not have much time for preparation but uh i know that uh, one part of the club is ready you know it's staff and it's uh, the people in the club mm-hmm. team uh, will not be ready totally but uh, we have one of the group of the players that they can uh, take care and with the new guys what we are planning to sign, I think that we will be decent in Europe.
5: That's good, because I mean, I know in your interview on, on Wednesday night after the game, um, you, you you basically said that some of your players had let the pressure of a big game get to them. Um, so, I mean, that's obviously something that I assume you'll be working on, that um, trying to avoid
4: Yes, and uh, that's when I said that we are not ready for Europe, that's one of the parts. You know, you have to uh, be able to handle the pressure, you know, and pressure you have all the time in the club like this. And uh, it's not about the quality. If I see that we are not playing good because of the quality, our quality, it's uh, it's okay, you know, we are making mistakes. But if I see that it's... uh, on the mental side because of the character then that's make me very angry and i don't like that kind of things especially because i know that some of my players can play better you know they have much bigger potential and what i'm asking from them just give your best you know and after if you are losing if you are winning it's not important but after the game i don't want to be sorry i don't want to cry that uh, we could You know, if you could, we should do that uh, in the game. And after, we need to be sorry. And uh, on that, I know that next game will be better. And on that, I was very disappointed after the, the last game against Russia, because I saw that we could play better, that we could win the game. And some of the guys, they were not ready. That's always my mistake, you know, if they are not ready. But... Sometimes they they look okay, and after five minutes you see that something is wrong. You don't know why, what's happened in their heads. Um, But uh, also it's it's a big experience for me at my team, and then we start looking for the reasons why the pro approach was not uh, the good, why we were surprised by that. Uh, We were thinking that they are ready, but actually you never know. You know, the players are sometimes very strange. It's a young guy's... Some of them are nervous, some of them are stressed, some of them feel the pressure, you know. And uh, what I like, what I'm trying to find, it's always the players who will uh, handle the pressure in every moment and uh, be able to get their best performance.
5: OK. And the, the final question for you, you'll be glad to know. What would be your ultimate ambition um, for, for Wipest while you are the manager?
4: uh like you said win the championship playing europe and going to the group stage Get the group that stage. will be that's my dream and i'm going for that actually i was dreaming about it with every club you know but i think we do it that i have a big chance you know because i have uh, good people in the club and after i'm sure that you will select good good players and uh, I hope that next season will be time for for that.